1: presented by t-mobile the official wireless partner of odyssey sports with an awesome network and great savings there's never been a better time to join t-mobile visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today
2: what's up craig hoffman with you on free agency day here well kind of <laughs> 106 7 the fan it is legal tampering day no one can sign yet none of the trades officially happened yet there's still hope. Carson Wentz isn't a commit. No, he is. He is. He's a commander. He's just not officially one. It happens on Wednesday, and we have a much better idea now of of the context around that deal. That's just part of what we're going to talk about tonight, and we'll talk about it more with Sam Fortier of the Washington Post coming up at seven. Little league wide kind of view of this perspective from Eric Edholm at home at eight thirty. Uh, I' have one detour from the NFL. last week on the. It was actually the day that the Wentz trade happened. about, 10 minutes after the Wentz trade went down, I was scheduled to chat with Andy Sullivan uh, of the Washington spirit and the U S women's national team. And it was in the afternoon, we were taping an interview truth be told full transparency. We went ahead and taped. We never had a chance to play the interview for you last week. Cause obviously we had to, to adjust to breaking news. So at eight o'clock tonight, I am going to play my interview with Sonny. Um, they have, there's a new commissioner in the league and a new president of us soccer. And that's the basis of the conversation. So we talked about that. If you want that, that, uh, Elemental football, 8 o'clock for you. Other than that, the American side and the day in free agency is what will take up. I don't, I don't know uh, how the, the math works, but I think it's probably 90% of the show. I'm not very good at math. The, the minutes, the segments, whatever, you get the point. Um, the the thing I said on Twitter today that made the people the most mad, that's kind of where I want to start. And actually, it really wasn't people getting super mad. Just people didn't fully understand. And it's about Brandon Sheriff. And today was what was basically a foregone conclusion the day they drafted him. It didn't have to be. There, there was a world where Brandon Sheriff re-signed a couple of years ago to a really big money but not outrageous deal for a guard of his caliber. And let's be really clear. Brandon Sheriff is great. One of the best five guards in football truly an all pro bowler, has at times played at an all-pro level. He does things that few other guards do. His ability to get out in space because of his athleticism is phenomenal. His ability to hit in space is truly elite. Not only can he get places that other guards can't get, he actually makes contact when he gets there. And if you talk to any offensive lineman, they'll tell you the only thing harder than... Getting out to the edge as a puller where you got to run full speed out of your stance and, you know, be a big old hog molly and still run really fast is actually hitting the little guys who just juke you out when you get there. So you run all the way to the edge, you're huffing and you're puffing and you, you're going full speed and you got your target and then this little guy just ducks underneath you and then goes and makes tackle and you're like, son of a biscuit. That's, I guess we're going to try it again next time. But Sheriff hit a lot more than he missed. And that's there's a reason that over the last 20 games that Brandon Sheriff has missed, the Washington football team, former nickname Commanders, are 2-18. and 18. He's awesome, and he makes a huge difference. But see, the thing about missing 20 games is that you've missed 20 games. And after going 16 across in his first two seasons, he's missed 24 total in the last four, obviously an average Four times six. We said the math. We're not going to do percentages, but that's six games per season. The injuries are a huge part of why you don't ultimately sign him, but the reason I say that this was the ultimate culmination of what was inevitably going to be from the second you drafted him is because the level of good you have to be to justify being a guard drafted in the top five is almost unattainable positional value is everything and being able to say yes this guard might be better at playing guard than this defensive end is at playing defensive end while also acknowledging that the defensive end is going to have a bigger impact on your football team is what separates good general managers who just go best player available and will be perfectly mediocre from great GMs who understand talent and value within their coaches' systems. And the problem was Scott McLuhan at the time in his undying need and somewhat absurd uh, desire it's stronger than the desire. Determination to establish the line of scrimmage and make make them a tough football team took an ideal player to get into that mold at a place in the draft that it would be impossible for him to live up to. Because at the end of the day, if Brandon Sheriff was close to good enough to warrant being re-signed at league best guard money after being a top five pick, it was going to feel incredibly silly to pay him that much money. There is basically one exception to this rule in the NFL right now, and his name is Quentin Nelson, and he plays for the Indianapolis Colts, and he's, a, he's, he's a, just an absolute mammoth human being who wrecks lives, souls, in football games. What Quentin Nelson does as a guard elevates him over everyone else. He's the only one that's worth it. Other than that, you can get a a player at whether it's offensive tackle, defensive end, obviously quarterback, middle linebacker, depending on the scheme, you could make an argument for a, a, a defensive back, probably a safety over a corner, but. It depends, again, if you're like a super, hey, let's man it up system and you need a lockdown guy and you think you can get a lockdown guy that's going to unlock the rest of your defense, then sure. All those are more valuable than guard. And so at the end of the day, it's not that Sheriff isn't good because he's great, but he's hurt all the time in, in recent years, which makes this actually a fairly easy decision, assuming that the money is what we think it's going to be. And considering what Jacksonville is paying everybody else, we have no reason to believe it's not. It's that you've now taken six years of pretty good football when you had a top five pick that you wanted a decade player out of. It's not often you go, truly, we this guy should be here and a stud for us for a decade. And the only way to make that happen when you take a guard at five is to overpay the value of what a guard needs to be worth on your football team because of the salary cap for a decade. And so a little over half a decade in, Washington decides to go a different direction. And now Brandon Sheriff is a Jacksonville Jaguar. Your thoughts on all of that next. 800-636-1067. I'm Craig Hoffman. I'm taking your calls next before Sam 48 joins us at the top of the hour here on the fan. This is overtime and Donald, we're still still zippy on the calls. Still got squad Okay, I guess guard talk doesn't really get you very far. Former top five pick leaves team. Nobody cares. i put that in the update. Not that, not the one that's coming up at seven. I want you to, I want you to like somehow sneak that into like the eight o'clock update. That way, you know, I know the people that are sticking with the show all all over the next three hours here, two and a half hours here. know. but some people will be like, huh? You you in? Is Lynette, did Lynette Lin- leave the studio? Oh, okay. Linnell left the studio. Well, we'll tell him in the break. Maybe he's, he's listening, working on the update, going ahead to the 8 o'clock update in his uh, in his script, getting it in there. Or maybe he went to the bathroom. I don't know. I can't see him right now. Anyway, the point is, Brandon Sheriff's going to Jacksonville, and uh, I think that's fine for Washington. I think that despite their horrendous record without him, uh they can have better people in place now they actually had some good subs in for him last year some guys that played well um and hopefully they will invest in that I mean they could theoretically take a guard at 11 I think people will probably flip but 11's a lot more feasible uh 11's a lot more feasible than five was um funny stuff that that happens on a day like today I will mix breaking news with humor here Um, The the Cowboys have signed DeMarcus Lawrence to a new three-year deal, $30 million, fully guaranteed. So 10 million a year over the next three years, fully guaranteed, making his contract seven straight seasons of fully guaranteed money. He is the first defensive end in the history of the NFL to do that per his agent, David Cantor. Now I know this because right now on my Tweet Deck, which is a for those that are unfamiliar, I if you have Twitter, you can create like lists, and Tweet Deck is a great way to view all your lists at once. It looks like a giant like I don't know, this is a bunch of columns with all the tweets in it, and literally my NFL list right now is this: Jason Lockenfora, Demarcus Lawrence becomes the first defensive end in NFL history to have seven straight seasons of his contract fully guaranteed. He's agreed to a new three-year deal with $30 million fully guaranteed to stay in Dallas. Albert Breer, the same exact time. Cowboys defensive end Demarcus Lawrence just agreed to a three-year deal with $30 million fully guaranteed to stay in Dallas. He'll become the first defensive end in NFL history to play through seven consecutive seasons with his money fully guaranteed. Nora Princiati of the Ringer. Demarcus Lawrence. Is staying in Dallas per source three years thirty million fully guaranteed becomes the first defensive end in NFL history to have seven straight seasons of his contract guaranteed. The funniest one to me is Justina Anderson, formerly of ESPN, who goes goes ahead and calls out the agent and not calls out because she doesn't not because she's not like protecting the source. It's pretty standard practice that if uh, an agent tells you something, you just go per source. But uh, Demarcus uh, from Justina Anderson, Demarcus Lawrence has agreed to a new Three year deal with 30 million fully guaranteed with the Cowboys. That is seven straight seasons of his contract fully guaranteed. The first defensive end in NFL history to do that, per his agent, David Cantor, to me. Did you look at Twitter before you tweeted that? Realizing that everyone else had just tweeted that out verbatim? Todd Archer, ESPN, Demarcus Lawrence, 30 million. Like, it's so funny. Perfect tweet from Andrew Brandt. who is, of course, an NFL writer, used to work in the Packers' front office. Uh, He's been on the show before, and he just goes, the text went out.
0: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart
1: knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy.
0: Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.
2: Just, it happens this time of year. We, we all get the same text. We all get the same text. Some of us get it after Schefter, and that's all of us. Like, really? You had to give that one to Schefter too? But I don't miss. I don't miss chasing news like that. I, it's fun to sit here on the radio and react to it for sure, which is what we'll do. Uh, again, Sam Fortier is going to join us uh, coming up at the top of the hour. Truth be told, Sam and I were going to talk earlier today. Then we're like, this is silly. This is a bad day to tape. There's going to be too much stuff that happen. So Sam's going to join us live coming up at 7 o'clock. The other uh, big news, Washington and Jason today, obviously Sheriff going to Jacksonville. Uh, the other one we knew was coming. It was just a matter of who and where. And that is that Tim Settle is headed out of town. Of course, with all of the depth that's on this D-line here, there's just not enough snaps for him, and there's not enough money for him here. So Tim Settle no longer going to back up Allen Ioannidis Payne. He is going to head up to Buffalo where he's got a two-year deal. So two-year deal for Tim Settle. Congrats to him. Uh, he'll be reunited with Tremaine Edmonds, who obviously they were at Tech together. Um, Really, a, a starter, um, most teams, uh, and and will play at a starter's level and do a really good job, but uh, not not a star player, but a, a star or, or not a star player, but a starter for sure for Tim Settle. He goes to Buffalo for two, and then you know talk about former Washington players. Uh, this one kind of went under the radar because it was a re-signing today, but the Packers re-signed Preston Smith to another four-year deal, and. To think that he is on his second major contract with the Packers after leaving following a, a, a good but up and down first couple of seasons here and really watching him come into his own in Green Bay, like that's another one that hurts. And, and I think that's a topic for later in the show is Washington's inability to keep guys and kind of scout their own talent to, to properly divest some of the resources. Is it that? Is it an inability to understand what's in the building? Or has it been a coaching issue where the coaches here can't get out of players the same thing that coaches are getting in other places? I think that's a worthy topic later in the show, and it's one of the topics we're going to get to next with Sam Fortier. But the place I want to start with Sam is this. Now that we've seen the rest of the quarterback market play out in a major way, right? of course, we still don't know... We still don't know where Deshaun Watson's going to go. But we still, we do know that Trubisky's in in Pittsburgh. We know that Jameis is kind of waiting on Watson. What do we make of the Wentz deal with that context? That's where I want to start with Sam Fortier next. Because a lot of people today, I heard Grant Danny talking about this. They think it makes it look better for Washington. I'm not entirely convinced that that's the case. We'll dive into that next. Craig Hoffman with you on 106.7 The Fan. Okay,
0: picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road, any road, the steeper the better